0: Today's Braised Bits is brought to you by Lou Bodega One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on Let's ride to the pot kitchen Where bits are cooked Little bit of highlights in my life A little bit of top nines by my side A little bit of QABs Is all I need Little bit of Braised Bits is what I see
1: We got some Braised Bits Oh my god That's incredible
0: <laughs> Really went all out but Thank <laughs> I, you very much to Lou Bodega for a fantastic
1: copy Great
0: song I, I mean it
1: was amazing but I feel like Razorback should turn off the episode Because it's not going to get any better than
0: that Can't top that It's good money It's good low, <laughs> Lou Bodega that's I really a, let it rip there
1: That's a lot of value for your listenership
0: In, Insane value
1: But but you know it's better value? What? Our Patreon <laughs>
0: Oh wow! Hit him! Hit him early and often with the I'm, Patreon. I'm getting promotion. you with the jabs and the and the hooks. Give him the uppercut. Our Patreon's cooking hot. We got a lot of good content on there. Good tent.
1: Yeah, we just recorded a few off-menu episodes, and they're really coming in firing. They're they're awesome with the capital A.
0: Absolutely, good content makes me want to pitch a tent. I think we both have the most fun doing the Patreon. So if you guys enjoy Braze bits, you're gonna love the our Patreon content. It's on a whole another level. It's our
1: tent pole. You know how people say that, yeah. And I don't really understand because I guess tents need poles. I get that, but I'm not really looking to run into the
0: pole. I don't want to run the pole. I, I'm 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 partially pole lock, but I, I don't have no tent poles. I'll take a pole. Quinnipiac pole.
1: Oh yeah, they're they're really good at the poles. They're pretty good. You don't want a pole pot though.
0: Pole pot? Yeah. Don't
1: want that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Don't need that. No. Welcome to Braze bits everybody. Episode 60. Episode 60. Holy mackerel. We're
1: 5 episodes away from taking the vaccine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh pretty crazy. 60 episodes.
1: Yeah. How do you feel? You feel any older?
0: Yeah. For some reason 59 to 60s it feels like a big jump. It feels like it's uh we're on a whole other yeah, we're wise.
1: We are wise, but because of COVID we didn't get to have like a cool birthday party. I feel like 60 right. is an
0: acceptable birthday party age yeah definitely a big bash brother franklin and bash yeah we're, we're moving and grooving we're next next thing you know we're gonna have 100 episodes in and uh maybe you know we'll throw a bash then it be a whole new world beverly Cleary, sean Cleary, that was a kid who i grew up with
1: uh, i love those types of references
0: it's the only references i got
1: yeah because most people don't most people i think they let it slide they're like, okay, this is part of the, the Orbit here, the Orbit gum. But then for some people, it makes their it makes their day.
0: Absolutely. So it gives them the electric slide That's to right. the right. And they cha-cha. Two hops now, y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. crisscross. cross it's, it's in fuego already. It sure is. You got any meal prep? Any MP? I got a big
1: update. A huge update. I wanted to thank the backs for their feedback regarding my question last week about the bakery snafu.
0: Snafu Manchu, we we yeah. have we had a lot of, I don't know, the Schnecks had some good opinions. Jack Schneck.
1: Jack, Jack Schneck, yeah, Jack Schneck had a great opinion. He told me that, that I had to quit being a Jewish grandma and that I should scrape my knees and, and try the deli. 100% or, agree. Not the deli. The, the, what, what am I talking about? The bakery Mayfield. Ba- yeah, the bakery, bakery Mayfield. And so that was great. That was great feedback. I did scrape my knees. I did go there today. Holy mackerel. And actually, I posted a picture on the Braise Bits Instagram. That bread is is the bakery bread.
0: I I, I made the assumption it looked like an incredible. Was that a, a French bread? Or baguette. A, ge- a baguette.
1: You made the assumption Chef college, baguette. and you were correct. It was so. Actually, let me let me back up a little bit. We got into it a little bit too, too hot, too excited. Beep
0: beep beep. That's the truck backing up. I'm really just... I got a lot of uh, different sound effects going today. So,
1: beep! Seidel, Eric Seidel, I really called him out specifically. He also weighed in. As did, as did a few people. Um, nobody, interestingly enough, nobody. everyone was against... I don't think Jack had mentioned it, but multiple people thought the... T- like, look at, visualizing tipping, like that they pressure you into tipping and like look to see if you're tipping. Yeah. It's highly QAB. Definitely. Multiple people said that one one anonymous Razorback said that he He's you know he's worked in these situations and you you typically just look away. Like you, you put it in front of their face to pressure them, but you also look away so you're not Right. You're not like staring into their soul and forcing them to tip.
0: To this anonymous Razorback, I would love to know when they look away, when they look back, are they able to see right away that you got a tip? I've always wondered. You could
1: see if the screen like doesn't clear, and then you could also if just it does look clear it. right? Yeah, but if you have the point of sale access, you can.
0: I'm sure they could eventually see. I I, I yeah, always yeah. just wonder like in that moment, if once the screen clears, if they like somehow know if you tipped or not.
1: Well, I think you could tell by the look in someone's eyes. Yeah, Seidel said that. He uh he, you know he said when people want me to do something it makes me want to not do that and he becomes right. more resolute, so of course. But he said that I mean I can't see
0: Sidel ever tipping the dealer. I feel like that Sidel gets a pocket rockets. Uh, yeah, Probably this, is, this is what
1: Sidel said. He said he's showing his car. he said, I think you should go in and ask about everything in there and then leave. Oh what a
0: <laughs> Oh, what a Sidell move. That's like
1: a whack Goldberg move.
0: That's super whack. Going in there. The guy gives you a hard sell, sells you about the, the bakery, tells you everything about it. And you're like, all right, good to know. And you walk out. Waste of yeah. time, so, energy. So,
1: so I walk into the new bakery today. You can't see anything, which is not great. But I walk in and it, it's a pleasant vibe. It's less hectic, but it's kind of welcoming, warm, you might even say. There is a dearth of items. They have a bunch of breads, but there's not that many. It doesn't seem like it's overflowing, so now my new theory is that they don't have stuff in the window because there's just not enough stuff, and Got maybe it. it has something to do. I I I hope. My hope is that it has something to do with the freshness, sure, of the bread. And it's mostly bread, but it's some other stuff. But bread is is kind of the main deal, I think. How'd
0: you learn about what they had by asking, or they had a menu? Well,
1: I just looked. They had so they have them like you 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 walk up, and then you cut you like walk into the store. And then there's like a counter. Oh, and so at the can counter you could see, but you can't see the counter at all from the street.
0: I just imagine this being like a a black box, like a dark room and It's kind of like, we like we a vortex.
1: You have to like you have to like walk into this vortex, and then once you're in the vortex Got it. It's like a an NFL vortex. You're playing football. Sure. It's whistling. It's, it's doing the whoo hoo. Can you do the sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty so, good. I
0: got all the effects today. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I could see all the breads. They have a few. My issue off the bat is they're expensive. The baguette is $4, which is expensive. And it's not gigantic. The other breads, like sourdough, different, like seeded, $8. Expensive. Ooh, wow. But you could tell it's good quality. You don't even have to taste it yet. You can tell it's good quality. Yeah. Very pleasant interaction. It wasn't How the the smells in there? It smells good, but I think it should be better. It is New York City, though, so I guess they have to balance out New York City smells with the bakery smell. I right. think it could but be. They're stronger. making fresh bread in the back. You think yeah, it would smell? Yeah, you like would think dumb. it would smell great, but maybe the circulation is not. Who knows? Got what it. the deal is? But I go. I, I buy the bread. Pleasant interaction. It wasn't the owner. Now I know. I know the owner because she's out and about all the time. Um, and it it was good. They I was offered a loyalty card.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's And there's
1: sure. different breads on the loyalty card.
0: Different breads on the loyalty card. Yeah, that's, that's a good perk. It's only the, and I,
1: I'm going to use it. It's only the second loyalty card I have in my wallet right now. It's going to go right next to my Brett Raybould comedy loyalty card, where <laughs> if you go to 27 shows, you get the 28 free.
0: <laughs> Insane value. Yeah. Uh, so you're already in. the The baguette was good enough. Well, so, is- so I come
1: back, I make the sandwich and the baguette. Was I mean? It was without a doubt the best baguette I've ever had. Picture looked fantastic. I mean, it was, it was. It was also still slightly warm.
0: Oh no! That's the best. Yeah, a warm baguette.
1: So a little more expensive, a little smaller, but the quality is a significant step up. And everything considered, I, I'm I'm in. Love I'm it. I'm in. I'm in. So the how do you baguette. say?
0: How do you feel about looking back on your assumptions last week about thinking it was pretentious? About Jack
1: Jack Schnack was right. He said that perhaps they have a quiet confidence. Exactly. And they do. I just hope They know what they got. I hope that they know what they got, and I hope that there's enough of a customer base where this is like this is what they want to be doing. Because if they're trying to get more customers, I think the bread in the window is it's crazy not to do it. I still don't like the bread in the window, but I understand I think putting the bread in the window it's clearly all like quality, sustainable, like working with. I, I also got to put my my mouth where my money is, right? Because exactly. I'm talking about talking about Dan Barber, quality food all the time, or enough times. Someone screaming outside, probably about how good the bakery is. I don't know if it could if <laughs> it could bleed in, but
0: that's great. I, 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 yeah, I, I think I'm, they know what they got, and and I think that as a customer, I would prefer that kind of place. Being like, I don't want everyone going here. I don't think I don't want a place that has to be overly promoting and have loaves and loaves in the window. I know how good their loaves are. They don't even got to show me anymore.
1: Yeah, are I'm going around. in. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So that that was a, a big update for me.
0: Very nice, fantastic. Also, shout out to Maddie and Jack. They're celebrating their honeymoon in yeah, Key yeah, in West, Keys. the Keys. And Maddie sent us a picture of her. I was so jealous. She was having a pina colada with a rum floater. An extra rum shot on top. That's my favorite drink, favorite beverage to have. Unbelievable. And then she came over the top with you. You, you guys were DMing. You said like, "Oh, there's so many better options." And she goes, "They were out of water." I don't what believe it. I don't believe that it?
1: they were out of water. I think it was just just the zinc, KFC all, zinger.
0: All out of water. I, I heard that about the keys. No more H2O.
1: Yeah, she's pretty ruthless with this this water. On the Instagram, she commented that uh, yeah. it, it goes with water, and obviously you, you need to be hydrated. You came after her colada; she's coming after your H two O. I didn't really come up, come after it. I just said on the thing that, that I, there are better options.
0: <laughs> it's, I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's all the meal prep I got, pretty much. Want to get in the highlights?
1: I, I can't believe it. We, we're doing <laughs> this sorry. podcast, and I'm already so- you want it to be over. <laughs> God damn
0: it. can never find yeah, the right time to get in sure. the highlights. I'll, I'll do the
1: highlights. All right. Per- perfection. You could I, lead I, off though because I'm mentally not ready.
0: Okay. My highlight, it's kind of just showing how I'm... Uh, I'm so, uh, I've been losing it for a while, but I think just quarantine, I'm losing it in general. I live alone. Last week, I talked about one of my highlights was uh, my connection with a dog. This week, another animal connection, and I think this is a really special one. Outside my window, when I lift my shade in the morning, there's been three straight mornings now where there's a bird outside my window, sitting on my next, my little window sill. And you would expect, you know, you open the shade up and the bird will fly away, will scatter. First time I open the window, the bird like jumps a little bit, but I kind of like, I just stared at it. I didn't want to intimidate it. The bird like jumped a little bit, but then settled back down. It's a beautiful bird small little gray birds got these blue eyes and she's just chilling there she's just enjoying the view and she's not intimidated by me at all she's my bird now she's my larry bird Bird. Bird. super bird bird is the word so it's been three straight mornings i open the shade it's kind of like my roommate she's outside i feel we have we have like a i have kind of a bird call now we know each other uh Uh i have noticed uh yeah that's the bird I've noticed that I think she might be taking dumps, like a, like a little. There's little bird shits. Then it's not like big splatter, but there's a little. It might be her shitting place. Fine with me. I'm not going out there anytime soon. Um, good for her. I like to poop in the morning as well. Too much information, probably, but I, that's it. Was just. It's good to to be around things that are alive. You know. <laughs> Sounds like the wind beneath your wings. <laughs> I'm flying, man. Yeah, absolutely sky high.
1: Yeah, I mean. So Kate was actually she went to New Jersey with two of her friends this weekend. So I was Bartolo alone, <laughs> and yeah, it's tough. It's tough to, to pitch a quality outing. I I felt for you. I said, you know, I was I was by myself for two days, and I was like, this is a this is lengthy.
0: Yeah. Overall, I'm not complaining. I love I love living alone. I would say I'm more comfortable by myself. But I mean, just this has not been normal. Yeah. Also, it's almost, what, 10 months of just no really socializing. I mean, yeah. I, I've seen friends sporadically, but nothing consistent. I'm not a social butterfly. I'm a, I'm a wallflower. You're a social caterpillar? I'm a caterpillar, yeah. You're a caterpillar of this pod, though. You're the tentpole. I am the tent. <laughs> I'm the tentpole lock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah well... So I think normally, right? If if you're if you're living alone, or even me, if I'm spending like a few days alone, I'm gonna like, well, do comedy, and then you right. have enough human interaction where exactly. you're like, thank God, I don't have to interact with anyone. Or if you don't have comedy, or you don't have something like that, or you don't have work, you don't have whatever, you're gonna go to a coffee shop, right? And just you know, get your hu- human fix, or you're gonna walk into a bodega. There's some cool things about bodegas, you know,
0: bunch bunch of cool things.
1: Yeah so yep. so it's yeah i uh I, w- I wouldn't say that if i lived alone i would get a dog but i just the two days alone in the pandemic made me understand why people have pets a lot more than it which right. is crazy to say but i'm like oh yeah
0: right thousand percent yeah i thought about it i've considered it, but i i just don't want to it's a lot. i mean it's a lot of work it's, it's way too much my friend the friend who i met the dog last week it's it's like taking over his life he's getting up in the middle of the night Peeing everywhere, pooping in his mouth—it's too much.
1: Yeah, yeah. At least just go for like the eyes.
0: Yeah, poop in the eyes. so you get pink eye. Yeah, that is my highlight. highlight. That's the big highlight I got. I thought
1: you were like transitioning mentally, and then I didn't know you. No, I was. to
0: talk. I was. I'm done. The bird is the word. It was just me and the bird.
1: So my highlight—I went to Central Park for first time in a first time long time.
0: Nice.
1: I visited my friend, Eric Spolstra, who lives on the Upper West Side, and I went to him. On our Patreon, we talked about certain friendships. You go to them. They go to you. What happens more? I did willingly say I'd go to him, so it's on me. Bonding. Blazer. Nice. But Central Park's pretty far. I actually walked from my apartment because public transportation with a little COVID, COVID time you know yeah I'm like I'll get some exercise so I actually walked there and back long walk yeah long walk and I was hungry first I went to a Strand bookstore I picked up a book then I Strand
0: went... I heard rumors of Strand is, is closing down no they're not closing down it's all a scam fake news I heard fake they news they own the
1: building so if they really were in dire financial straits they could sell that building for probably 40 million dollars
0: Financial strands.
1: Yeah, so they're not stranded. They're they're doing fine.
0: That's great to hear.
1: Yeah, fake news. Anyway, so I go there. Then I'm getting hungry, and I realize, oh, you know what? I'm I'm walking past. I'm walking past Koreatown.
0: Let me and, guess. You know, can, I, like, can I guess what you got? You, can. you got your, your fried chicken sando.
1: Not the fried chicken sando. Wow. I walk in there and I I look at. They have like like boxes of like wings and other things. And I'm mm. like, I don't think the Sando is gonna be enough for me, right mm. now. I also actually didn't see them; they might have been out of the Sando. Okay. But I just got captivated by these like wing boxes, so I grab one, as well as like the rice triangles with kimchi that I've talked about that I mm. keep forgetting the name of. And I grab that, and then I think about just like sit like finding somewhere to eat, but then I realize, you know what, I'm going to Central Park. I'll be much happier if I finish my journey and then eat.
0: That's a long time to
1: wait. But though. it is a long time to wait. But I did it, and then it made the eating so much sweeter. So I, I walked into like the plaza side, uh, so like the east side, and there's like a pond. You know that pond? Yeah. I didn't really. I don't think I've ever like been to that part of Central Park.
0: Very underrated part.
1: Yeah. I realize that's probably the pond that the... That oh, which hold...
0: pond? Which, there's a lot of different ponds, I thought.
1: No, the it's pond. Just,
0: like the pond that has people walking around it?
1: <laughs> the pond. Yeah, the pond that has water and then grass on the sides.
0: The pond that's kind of wet? That one. Got it. I know that pond.
1: Yeah. So I realize, you, you ever read Catcher in the Rye? Yeah. You know that whole thing when Holden Caulfield's like, where did the ducks go? Mm-hmm. I think, he's, I think it's that pond.
0: They're all there. It's a pond. I know that bond. Yeah. A lot of DPs. Oh, they started coming after you.
1: No. Huh. They're just ducks. And they weren't on Long Island. They weren't the Long Island ducks. Right. Minor league baseball team. But, so, talking about last week's episode eating ambiances, I sit down on this park bench. I open up the chicken. I realize it's not wings I bought, but it's like a five-piece bucket, basically, of chicken.
0: You had a bucket-o? Base- bucket-o chicken.
1: Bucket-o. And it's... It's basically like a whole chicken. Oh, man. And I say, well, what, what am I not going to eat this? So I just sat on this park bench and ate all this chicken. Looking like a kind of crazy person. Sitting on the park bench, I didn't have it in my top 90 in the ambiances. This particular park bench situation was an 8 out of 10. I was hungry. I ate too much, but I was also really hungry. So And it was cold, so it was, it was fine. But the bench itself was not... It wasn't like a comfortable eating position.
0: You had to put it on your lap? Yeah. The bucket? Yeah. That's not the best. No. Ideally you want a picnic table, you could put the, the bucket on it.
1: And people are walking by and it's kind of they're somewhat close. It was how
0: how saucy is this chicken?
1: So I purposely didn't get the saucy one. Is it smart? Because I knew That's it. the game changer. You don't want to
0: be licking your fingers in public.
1: No. And I didn't know the napkin situation because of COVID. They did give me ample napkins, but it might not have been enough if it was saucy.
0: Got it. Still sounds fantastic. Yeah. You earned it. You earned uh, the chicken.
1: You do want to be successful like Tina Fey, but you don't want to be a saucy pants.
0: Absolutely not. Good book. Good book. I was anyway,
1: awesome. so yeah, it was great eating this the chicken on the bench, and then I saw my friend Eric Spolstra.
0: Sounds fantastic. Yeah. You guys walked around the park, and you just walked home?
1: Walked around the park. My definitely my best experience in Central Park I guess there's not that many people because of uh, the global pandemic
0: right that's great
1: yeah yeah and then I walked home and actually I have a, a QAB that happened on the walk so I'll, I'll save that yeah
0: Did you stop anywhere for like a drink or anything on the way home like stop at I got a place, bot- pick up I, pick up a beverage
1: I got a bottle of water at uh, BB chicken
0: got it my, my my favorite thing is like when you go on those long walks in in Manhattan especially you can just duck in to places to get a drink or anything
1: That's interesting. I always am on the lookout for the places to duck in and go to the bathroom.
0: That's that is also a thing.
1: Which I was hyper aware of but I knew in Central Park there's a bathroom.
0: The PBs, public yeah. bathrooms. Yeah. Definitely.
1: I'm not why I'm not ducking in to get a drink. I want to go home.
0: Yeah, but what if you want to want a, a random random like, like green tea that you can't get anywhere else but a Oh, bodega. Lou Bo Dega. blue bodega <laughs> wow <laughs> we're talking bodegas not the worst transition probably of all time in braze bits but no it was episode it was, 60 we're doing it
1: episode 60 we're doing top nine things about bodegas
0: long time coming we talked about this for a while i feel it's pretty relevant i was actually talking to the pod father earlier today and he asked me what our top nine was, I told him, and he, he brought up, I don't know if you saw the video about Andrew Yang, when he announced his mayoral run, and he'd made like a video where he went into a bodega, but everyone online is saying like it really wasn't a bodega.
1: So I did briefly see this video with the Yang gang. Yeah. And I I, I just looked at it, I didn't see that, but it looked like a bodega to me.
0: It was like an upper, like a... Yeah. A, I, I, I think it's a, a fancier, bodega.
1: A fancier bodega. Yeah. Yeah,
0: or I think there are more. Those are there are more of those now than there are, are the the other bodegas. Kind of like the bodega cat bodega. Bodega cat. Yeah, but let's okay. get into it. We're doing our top nine things about bodegas.
1: There are though, like there are even fancier. I mean, they're not bodegas, but they claim to be bodega. You know the places that sell like, it's like house Seltzer and a chair.
0: Yeah,
1: you know those places.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Which I, I mean, those aren't technically bodegas, but they're. They claim
1: to be. There's one that just opened by me, and it's claiming to be a bodega. I forget the yeah. actual name, but it's it's literally like a a bottle of of seltzer, the the chair. I just and said flowers. That. I just said that. Yeah, maybe like a flower and a a, a bottle of jam, and that's it. Right. What, I don't. I don't hate those places. I do because I don't understand their purpose. Are they, if they're a front, if they're laundering money, then it makes sense. But if they're they're actually trying to have a business, they don't understand it.
0: It's the same as what CVS is doing. It's it's supposed to be convenient. If you're on the way to the beach and you want to no, get no, but this a, a place chair. doesn't.
1: They don't sell anything. There's like five items for sale. A bodega. you're there's a lot of random items, and it makes sense. Right. You go in there and you say, okay. I need napkins and batteries and a sandwich, and they're all there. If you go to these some of these bodegas that aren't bodegas, the chance that there's one of the three things, but probably none of them. And they're like, well, we, we don't have AAA batteries, but we have
0: – Battery Park.
1: Yeah, we have Battery Park.
0: Right. And it's usually those are pretty overexpensive as well.
1: Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about those. We're talking about bodegas.
0: Talking Lou Bodega, I'm excited for it. I'm a big Bodega guy.
1: I am a big Bodega guy depending on where I live. Like, the thing about bodegas, Bodega is it's got to be two blocks is the upper limit. It's I think it's oh, got to yeah. be on your block, basically. Pretty and much. And right now, there's one. There's Well, there's just fake one. Then there's one that's like, well, there's no food. So oh. what's your, your qualification? You don't need to have like – well, no food. I mean no like deli –
0: my bodega no has a has a has no a grill. food.
1: Yeah. So this one doesn't have a grill. It has everything else but not having the grill is a, a problem. It's a key food. Yeah. It's key, It's a key thing. It is a key food. Yeah. It's a path mark. And the other one that I went to is the where we our old apartment is like 3 blocks away. So I'll actually go there when I want to go, you know, when I need something a bodega item. But it's kind of too far away to be incorporated into the daily routine,
0: right? That's surprising. I guess there's a, there's a few of them. Well, the, there's a the corner store. I guess they, they don't have food. The one I'm thinking of by you, that is, they don't have food, right?
1: Well, there's. Are you, I think you're talking about the one on East Broadway. It's like East Broadway and Canal, yeah. basically. Which is. Yeah, I, don't, I guess
0: it's not technically a bodega. I yeah. wouldn't consider that a, a bodega.
1: They have stuff, but it's not like they don't have. They actually have like good fruit there. That's good. Yeah, Fresh fruit? but yeah, the one I'm talking about that I'll go to is on Broom and Ludlow. It's like Got a little it. too far for me, That's but up. we used to go there. We used to live much
0: closer. So, gotcha. Let's yeah. get into it. Let's do our tap nine things about bodegas. Let's get into it. I'll, I'll lead off. Get on base. Knock. I'll knock you in.
1: All right. So my number nine is looking at the newspapers, glancing at the headlines and imagining myself as someone who buys the newspaper.
0: <laughs> said glancing at the newspapers and looking at the newspaper as if you were going to buy one
1: looking at it and then imagining myself as someone who buys newspapers in Bodega. That's,
0: that's a great one it's specific
1: fantastic. it's like you you want to be informed but you're not subscribing to the paper because then you wouldn't buy it right and that's a great call i like a- that exists like that place to exist in society is interesting you want to be informed you're not subscribing but you want to be informed enough that you're buying one on the go. It's not even like you planned on buying it. It's like you got a bacon, egg, and cheese, and then, oh, let me see what's up in the news.
0: Right. I'm That's impressed
1: I'm impressed that most, I feel like a lot of bodegas still sell newspapers. Yeah. Not all, but a lot. And I, I respect it.
0: The Post, the Daily News, the Times. I feel like it's still a big thing of people grabbing the post or the Daily News. Uh, like people going to work on the train, grabbing it, flipping through the, the tabloids, the different headlines.
1: It's like a thing that you assume that people do, but I've seen people buy papers, but like not frequently. And you rarely see it on the subway in the morning. Oh yeah, you don't see the newspaper Like anymore. I feel like you see someone, one per there's, there's like a 25% chance there's one person in a subway car that's reading a newspaper. Less than that. Right. Probably like a 10% chance.
0: Probably, my dad used to when it, going into work, he would read it every day the, the news in the daily news in the post.
1: Yeah, and people, Physical people, cl- yeah, people still cl- clearly read all those, but it's online.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but uh, my my dad, uh, when we were little, he would he's like a big, so he's still always talking about the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal now. He'd like, The Journal said this, see. but <laughs> he would always say. The New York Times. When I was little, I never was interested in like reading it, I was like maybe interested in reading the sports section, but I couldn't understand how to fold it. And he would always say, "Lancey, when you get older, you're gonna have to learn how to fold the Times." And I never did.
0: <laughs> he couldn't tell you. He couldn't teach you how to fold the Times. No, you said to do when you're older.
1: It was like a secret, and he held it over me. And then you
0: probably- should have been like, "Guess what, Dad? I'm not gonna need to do that. I'm just gonna click on my phone."
1: I've told him. I'm just going to need your password so I don't have to pay for it. Right. <laughs>
0: that's hilarious. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. That's a really good one.
1: So that's my number nine. My number eight is the frozenness of the ice cream.
0: <laughs> Another un- very underrated thing.
1: I love a, a bodega freezer. The best, best freezers in the game, usually. Best freezers in the game. To to their own fault. They're so good that they're, they're making ice blocks. Yeah. And I love, like, diving in, getting the ice cream, and then having to, like, almost put my hand away because it's too cold. <laughs> yeah. I love the ones that have snow on them.
0: Oh, yeah. Get that ice burn.
1: Oh, yeah. Mr. Iceburn. Mr. Ratburn.
0: Nice. Mr. Burns. My local bodega, the ice cream is – sometimes it's so frozen that it alters, the t- like, the, the taste of it. It's, like – it tastes like actual ice. It's so frozen. And yeah, it's you, well, you, in you open so it.
1: You open it, and there's like the ice that's forming on the ice cream. Yeah, it's like,
0: you gotta throw these in the pot kitchen. Heat them up.
1: Yeah, every now and then we'll go and get ice cream, but I have really not been into it because the kinds like, of ice cream are, are getting crazy expensive. Yeah. Like every time I go, it's like the price is like fifty cents more. And I'm not a
0: big cream guy overall.
1: I am. let Kate used to be, like, huge. Now, she's still into it. But every now and then, we'll, like, go and get it. Yeah. And I usually just look at the, like, ours has, I think it has, it has a bunch of different ones, but you usually end up getting Ben & Jerry's. B&J? And I usually just look at the different flavors, and then I look at the one that's, like, Colbert. You know that one?
0: I know there's a Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, maybe the,
1: maybe Jimmy Fallon. Maybe that's what I'm thinking the of. And then though. I just think of, like, my comedy career and <clears> I've done this.
0: Why am I not on ice cream?
1: I don't say why am I not on the ice cream. I just say, like, I just think of all the people who are more successful. And then I'm like, well, some of them are genuinely talented and work hard, but and what am I doing wrong? But then I understand why. I'm like, I'm doing okay. But, and then I'm like, it's a pandemic. And, and, and then they're like, do you want to pay cash or card?
0: You're like, I I can't afford any of this. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that they, they got deep. I understand exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. The, the ice cream trigger.
1: Yeah, so that's my number eight. My number seven is having to walk the long way around because there are people blocking the aisle. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, this is too good. Wow. I don't have – this is – you you've had this list forever. These are these are perfect. I did it this morning. That's insane. That happens to me every time.
1: It's the it's great. Because bodegas the reason why in New York City they're so beloved is because they resemble like this is not why, but this is my one of the theories why I'm not the bodega uh, spokesperson.
0: Boba Stega.
1: Stega. Wow. Wow. If I was the bodega spokesperson, someone would want to f- fight me. And then I'd have to, I was going to do like a Foo Fighters reference and Dave Grohl with the punches, but it just didn't materialize.
0: I just, you could have left it at the premise of someone wanting to fight you. That's just, just, if a, if you were the representative of Bodegas.
1: In in that case, I, I drove down the lane, but I lost the ball.
0: Right. Anyway. A little pokey.
1: I think that bodegas in a lot of ways resemble New York City apartments in which you have, there's the challenge of fitting a lot of stuff in a way that makes sense in a very small space. Absolutely. And you're kind of always tiptoeing around. It's never going to be perfect, but it's going to make enough sense for the place to exist and, and work. So at a bodega, I feel like if there's just like one or two other people in there, you could either ask someone to move, but you can't. they can't even like go anywhere. So you just have to walk around.
0: It's perfect. And I love that. I have, a, I, have a, I have one that's kind of similar to that. Not on the same lines, but it's pretty similar. It's a good one. That was your number seven? Indeed. Indeed.com. I can get a job at a bodega. I wouldn't hate it because I would at least get to meet my number nine, the bodega cat. We've talked about my – I'm not a big fan of cats. I think my only version of cats that I enjoy is the bodega cat. I once I never experienced bodega cat when I was living in Manhattan. I only first I've heard rumors about it. I've seen it in like TV shows. Thought it was kind of a myth. It didn't exist anymore. But when I came to Astoria, my local bodega has got a cat, and it's so chill. It, I think the cat actually owns the bodega. I think it, it runs the store. It keeps probably keeps inventory. It like, when you walk in, it looks at you, maybe follows you around a little bit if you're suspicious. The cat runs the shop. And it does, it's not like one of those social cats where it's like wants to be petted. It's all business. It's a business cat. It's a bodega cat. I love it. I'm not like scared of it. I'm usually scared of most cats because they're my my face off. This cat is it's, – it's all bodega all the time. I love it. My number nine. I'm kind of
1: neutral because of the places that – like my home bodega. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of them have had a cat. But one time, I forget where I was, but I like – I got scared because I didn't realize, like, the cat was there. <laughs>
0: <So> <laughs> First that, time I saw it, it was, it's jarring. Yeah,
1: so that experience, like, turned me off. But it's really just because I haven't familiarized myself. None of my home bodegas have had their cats. Yeah. Uh,
0: so that's that's what I have to contribute. Got it. A lot. Solid contribution. My number eight is the Tall Boy Beer Selection. feel like nowhere else... I don't know where else to get a Tallboy beer. I'm not a big, like, stone-cold beer drinker, but I enjoy a Tallboy from now and then. If I'm hitting a train, going somewhere, going to, like, pregame an event or something with friends, or or just just wanted to get a Tallboy after a show or something. And nowhere else am I going to get, like, a single beer. But a Tallboy beer, I think it's, like, two beers or a beer and a half. It's a good amount. You get it in the brown bag. It's classic. You feel like a real... Scumbag drinking a beer on the street or something or on a train. Great selection. They have like thousands of different tall boy beers you've never even heard of. Now they have like spiked lemonades and uh, all the different like uh, vodka drinks and all the different combinations in the tall boy beer can. You love it. It's classic. Bodega only number eight. Tall boy beers.
1: It's a very good one. Appreciate it. Tall boy George.
0: <laughs> nice. Fall Tall out Boy.
1: That brings me back. I there was a bodega that one of my friends I've talked about it on the pod, but I don't think he who's somewhat Italian.
0: You say he's somewhat Italian.
1: Who, who is who's like an Italian
0: person? Mario Batali. That's not. Yeah, you don't want to give him that name. He's canceled. Yeah. Somebody Italian. Uh... Luigi. Sure. Luigi. I used to go to
1: Luigi's apartment. And there was a bodega by him and they had tall boys I wanna say like like two dollars t- yeah. dollar t- tall boys. Also, so we boys so cheap. Yeah, we would just get like a lot. And it would it would be it'd be wild because we would get like too many that we couldn't like carry them to the counter. Yeah. It was good times.
0: <laughs> Great times. Yeah. Yeah, super cheap. You love that.
1: Yeah. In this particular when- bodega, I don't know if I'm gonna step on anyone's toes, but it was it's uh, close, to like a skate, like a skate skater hangout. Hmm. So there's always all these like, like rowdy teens, and this was probably like my my heyday of this was like five or six years ago, and I always love when it's like you're significantly older than a group of rowdy teens, mm. but you're like these rowdy teens can take me. You love that, yeah. Interesting, because in some sense it's like. I'm physically much bigger and stronger than than all these guys, but they want it more.
0: Oh, they want it a lot more. Yeah, and they get smack you in the head with the kick, their the kick flip. I, I could kick flip.
1: Bob Bernquist.
0: <laughs> wow. All right, I would love to see you to do a kick flip, do a little Tony Hawk spin. Yeah. Um, my number seven, similar to along the lines of you saying. When you have to go around somebody in, in an aisle, it's just my number seven is it being not overwhelming compared it's being a, like being a convenient location. And I think feel like compared to the supermarket, I sometimes get overwhelmed by the supermarket, the options, where things are, the, the layout, like what am I going to get? How am I going to get it? The layout of a bodega is perfect. Like you said, it's a small place. And when you walk in, you know where everything is. You're, you do one lap, you've seen everything, you know what you want to get, you're not overwhelmed, you can pretty much get anything you want. There's, there's never a moment where you're like I can't find this thing. You know, I've never asked somebody, like I'm not asking the cat, where's the ketchup? I I, I know where the ketchup is. If I ask the cat, I'm going to get kicked out of there. Um, at the supermarket, I feel like my head's on a swivel. I'm looking at the the, the signs of what aisle. Like I'm, I'm in the grains aisle. I've never even, I don't even know what a grain is. But... The bodegas layout is perfect. It's small, you know where everything is. It's my number seven.
1: It's grain and men, um, hallelujah. That's it. That's it. So, I am always more confused about where things are in bodegas. At least my long time bodega, I feel like they switched up where they put things. I mean, there wasn't like that much of a selection. It was only like kind of really one longish aisle, like in the middle, but. There, I felt like every time I was there, like the drinks were always in the same place. If you wanted like a Gatorade or you wanted a tall boy. paper towels were always in the same place. Yeah. But like, they had like snacks and pasta. Just, it just. Well, that
0: place that sounds like the Wild Wild West. There's yeah. no, there's probably no cat running the show. No that's cat. cat. <laughs> no
1: cat taking inventory.
0: Yeah, that's what you need. No, every bodega I know. One day
1: it was Pop Tarts on the, on on one side, and then Cheez Its would replace it the next day. No, you can't have that pasta.
0: Can't have that. The place didn't know what it was.
1: The place didn't know what it was
0: good at. Simplicity. Truicity. Felicity. Huffman.
1: You know that commercial with Paul Giamatti as the accountant? Yeah. That's the
0: Volkswagen?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the (laughs) crossport. I love that commercial because, number one, the non-Paul Giamatti guy is like poor man's Daniel Radcliffe.
0: I think it's like, Kieran Culkin. Is it? Yeah, I didn't know. He's uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother.
1: Got it. I yeah. just thought they wanted Daniel Radcliffe, and he was too expensive because they already had Paul Giamatti.
0: <laughs> I could see that. I could see. So him. he's he like, like a guy. Radcliffe. He's on. I don't watch it, but he's on that big show on HBO. Uh, I don't Game remember of
1: Thrones.
0: No, it's about like a rich family. No. Oz. No. Call in if anybody, anybody knows it. No. Do you want me to look it up? I do? Nope. nope. I saw that. That was pretty good. Big Little Eyes? Nope. <laughs> Deadwood. Succession. 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 Yep. That, was a, that succession. was a good pod.
1: That was a good succession.
0: Yeah, Jeff Sessions.
1: I forgot about that. That was there. my number seven. That was a good number seven. My number six is, I don't know if you've experienced this at your bodegas, but there is like a guy who doesn't work there, but is there a lot, like hanging out. And I'm calling this guy the banter conductor. (laughs) I like it. I've, I've seen two different versions of this person. The most recent version of this person, I actually think is the owner, but he just like pops in and out and doesn't, ever Mm. work there he just talks to maybe his son or i don't even maybe he doesn't even work there at all but he he acts like he's the owner sure so i just think he's the owner but always kind of like at his corner of the bodega which doesn't even exist but you have to kind of again like walk around him because he's conducting banter love that and facilitating all of the all the happenings that's going on sometimes it's in a different language sometimes it's not
0: it's speaking bodega language speaking
1: bodega language
0: yeah that's a good one. one thousand percent always the guy like chatting up the person behind the counter knows the guy making the deliveries exactly
1: and kind of creating the symphony that is that is a bodega right this is not exactly the same i read this book two years ago maybe called convenience store Woman. convenience store woman and it's about this woman who it's it, it's the japanese like, fiction book. And it's about this woman who works at a convenience store and, like, she took it as, like, a high school job but then, like, she just loved it so much, like, be, be, basically being the bodega cat, like, keeping everything in order, sure. like, the pace and rhythms of the day, being on sure. top of things, providing, like, that nice experience for people getting their coffee. And she loved it so much, she, like, stayed there for 20 years. And then yeah. everyone yeah. in society was like, what's wrong with you? You work at, like, right. this, why didn't you go to, college or get a job or whatever um and like i, I can see that just, being a very
0: rewarding job
1: yeah just like fell in love with like the rhythms and maintaining that and being that conductor and sure. that's kind of there's similarities between that and the, the bodega conductor who's kind of keeping the orchestra booming i love that
0: thousand percent and I'm, there's people always coming in and out if it's a popular bodega there's really probably not a lot of boring downtime you're always interacting with people you know the regulars I could see it being a very very rewarding and enjoyable job that's right
1: my number 5 is finding the secret deal hmm I'm really only referring to one bodega in the East Village that I would go to especially like in between Mike's a lot but they had one liter bottles of water for
0: $1 that's insane Yeah. sometimes I'll, I'll, the smallest Poland Spring bottle on a- is like, like $2 yeah, yeah. That's bananas. Got to send me the address. Give it's the on
1: Second Avenue and Fourth Street.
0: It was as recently
1: up? as recently as I want to say. I haven't been there in at least a year, but maybe 2019. As recently as 2019, they were doing this deal. Um,
0: now, I've heard of rumors and slander that sometimes, a people will sell water bottles with tap water. You think there's any chance of doing that?
1: I think there's a decent chance. Although, I don't know, because when you open it, it's like it does feel like the seal is...
0: Delivered? Signed sealed?
1: Yeah. So if they are doing that, they're doing an amazing job. Sure. I would say I don't think so, because I don't know how you would be able to...
0: It's all about the crack of the seal. There's there's no seal.
1: A ship in the bottle. Like putting a ship in a bottle. If they're doing that, then if they're putting that much work, they deserve it.
0: Yeah, and it's good tap water. New York City's tap water. Yeah, I'll take a really, I'll take yeah. a
1: tap water, bottle of water.
0: Yeah, that's I a good mean, one. That's, that's that's an insane deal.
1: Yeah, and there's no need to do it. There's only a need to do it if you're on the go. Sometimes I would get it if I was like going on a run or something. But I would really this I would often get it in between mics. Sometimes sure. when I like there's a period of time where I played basketball in Tompkins Square Park, and I would go there before to yeah you know, get my hydration, nice better than any pina colada.
0: colada before some basketball that would be a be tough sledding yeah that was your number five
1: that was my number five my number four it's kind of vague but you'll understand it it's bodega's acting as the pulse of the neighborhood it's really one of the few community locations left you can say this maybe you can say this about a bar you could say this maybe about a certain, maybe a coffee shop, a bar, and a bodega are really the only places where you're going to see familiar faces, you're going to see the same people, and you're also going to see people who you know from your neighborhood in the bodega, but you don't know them from the bodega. You know them from outside. My super used to always be in our bodega, and I you know, I love the fact that maybe this is like a selfish weird thing but i guess that the people in the bodega knew that i wasn't just like going in there that i actually lived lived here you know what i mean
0: cuz you were talking to the super yeah yeah absolutely you're a yeah. local
1: you feel and you feel cool that it's like anytime i remember like if like not i remember i guess i remember because they don't exist but if you went to if you ever go to like a party and you don't know anyone but then you do know someone you feel just so much cooler and like oh relief.
0: Yeah absolutely yeah it's a connection Exactly. And you're showing you're not just like passing through you you're 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 here exactly this is a great one it's pretty much my number five and your family yeah it's a, it's the Olive Garden yeah. James Olive Harden that's
1: a that's a Brooklyn Brooklyn based
0: Brooklyn based bodega this uh, it's literally my number five is seeing some of your neighbors have, seeing friendly faces in the bodega and it, it can go both ways there's people that I in my neighborhood that I only see at the bodega there's also people that I will see like on my block that are at the bodega. Just the, like the There's like there's no class system at the bodega. Everyone's going there. Everyone's getting their needs from there's just the diversity of every, of everybody. It's the best. Exactly. It it, it it just shows you know, everyone needs liquids, foods, everyone needs AAA batteries. Tall boys. Tall boys. A single ice cream bar. That's the beauty of the bodega. I
1: also love, I don't really have this, but when like a need arises one time, uh, I should have probably put this on mine, but one time we had mice in our apartment and I went in there, I think they asked for mouse traps or something specific to, and then they didn't have it. But then we just got into a discussion of like, he had mice in his apartment and we just got into a discussion of like, what are best ways to like get rid of mice. Mice and men. I was Lenny.
0: Yeah. I need Dykstra. 100%. If your bodega guy doesn't have what you need, they're going to tell you how to get it or where, to, where what to do. Yeah. It's fantastico.
1: And then you only pay for what you need. Liberty, liberty, liberty.
0: Liberty, liberty, liberty. That's the Volkswagen? <laughs> That's fantastic. You should see sideways. Seatbelts. You You've seen sideways? You <laughs> you ever seen the paul giamatti movie sideways no you should see it you're never gonna you're not gonna see it but you should it's I, we've, we've
1: talked about this before because my parents have like the dvd of it
0: oh yeah, yeah and
1: i like whenever i'm at my parents i always you know i always see it it's always like in my
0: face got it that's sideways <laughs> all right my number six is the lottery scratch off players and the people who play the scratch tickets playing the lottery i'm not a big scratch ticket guy i'm not a big lottery player i'll play the lottery like when it gets like when everyone's talking about it everyone's like saying it's at a huge number and you got to buy your numbers but i like more of just like viewing these people that come in and like it's a part of their routine they have their numbers the guy knows like oh i want a a 774 let me get two luckies and two i i don't know it's a whole different language I love how quick they're going and they, they're like returning their winners. I like seeing gamblers out in the public, out in the wild. And it's like, it's just, it's like them buying milk. They're getting their scratch tickets. It's something that they got to get. i love to see it.
1: It's a good one. I've, I don't know if I've ever bought a scratch ticket before. Have I gotten them as a like presents?
0: Yeah, me too.
1: I'm not opposed. I mean, like you, you talk about how like mathematically it's a bad, it's a bad idea. Yeah. But if you buy enough and it's something that you enjoy and it's like a way to, as it's sad, but like the reality of scratch, scratch offs is that it's a way to get ahead that feels way more attainable than other things, whether yes. those yeah. obstacles are self-imposed or not, or imposed by society. Yeah. So high paying jobs are, feel way less attainable than doing the scratch off. And if it's something you enjoy, something you bake into your routine yeah mathematically it doesn't make sense but it's like emotionally and i think from like a uh, almost like a
0: it's a way uh, to also to daydream and fantasize i used to work with a friend of mine and he would when he would be like i'm buying lottery tickets and he he would just pose the question like what would you do if you won the lottery and we would talk for like an hour just like what we would buy where we like what would you do if the day of you won the lottery, like where would you fly? What would you, and it would be, it's like a way for them to escape and fantasize about something that's not going to happen, but it's, what would you do? I would, that's a, that's a great question. Right now in, in the COVID times or just in, in regular times?
1: If you won right now.
0: One right now, get a private jet, go to somewhere warm, like Miami or probably go to Miami Get a, a penthouse at a nice hotel on the beach.
1: Mike Pence house?
0: Yeah. Get Mike Pence. I want to go to the beach. Probably probably get a, a PJ. Get a bunch of my friends. Get the, get the Brazerbacks. Maybe record a, a Braze Bits on the private jet.
1: That sounds nice.
0: Maybe pay for everybody I know to, to subscribe to the Patreon. So that I end up losing money on the Patreon. That sounds good. Yeah. What would you do?
1: I would definitely invest some of it in the pod. Whether that's like getting like a high quality, like our production value is good, but like we don't need a producer. But if we got that would be so awesome. we could hire a guy. If we got one, like I don't think it's it doesn't it's not worth to have one that can't do that much more than we could do because then we're just paying money for someone to do what we do. But if I feel like if you go up a, a level, you could really do some good stuff. So I do that. I would invest a fair amount of it. I would not use a fair amount of it. I would donate some of it, and I'd probably get like a some pancetta.
0: That's pretty good. Yeah, it's good use of some lottery money.
1: Yeah, so that's what I would do.
0: I love it. My number four is the egg, the classic egg sandwich that you can get at any time. The classic bodega. Egg sandwich, the bacon egg and cheese, Taylor ham egg and cheese, egg and cheese, egg, just cheese. You can get it at any time. The the grill, if they have a grill, it's always hot. It's always cooking. I feel it's the staple of a bodega. I think bacon egg and cheese is the best at bodegas, unless I mean I I prefer it on a bagel, but for some reason the grill and the way that they make it, it's it's usually better than a bagel store. Number four, the bodega egg sandwich.
1: Yeah, it's it's not a I, I knew you were gonna have this it's not on mine I do feel like they vary quality wise widely I also yeah. really don't like you know certain bodegas you order it and they default to give you one egg or maybe they only give you one egg because you're you don't go there enough like I've stopped yeah. into random ones like doing comedy or just like if I had to give a tour in the morning mm. and I was like and I, I, I' basically got I've been burned too many times by these one egg Bodega. I, I mean, I say egg and cheese, but I assume that means two eggs, right?
0: Sure, absolutely. Yeah. I guess I, I don't. I don't go into really that many random dagas.
1: I'm a random daga guy because I like to explore. Okay, if I lived here, what would my daga be like? Interesting. Not. If, I mean, not now, but like I feel like yeah. I feel like comedy because they're open whenever, and you could get food for a good price, and yeah like out and about doing tours if i was like done with a tour and i was like maybe going to a show or you know when you, you just find yourself out there
0: and that's the the risk you also run with these degas that they do especially the grill part and the deli part they the quality skews in, in great variety
1: yeah so what is your we i feel like we've talked about this but i can't remember your viewpoint there's definitely clearly a difference between bodegas and like suburban delis yeah right yes i think the suburban deli eggs because like bodegas is just like the everything store right so you're getting your essentials but you're also getting food delis are just they're just about the food pretty much
0: pretty much they have chips they have a lot of drinks
1: a lot of kettle chips
0: a lot of kettle chips a lot of uh arnold palmer's yeah and they have a couple like like pre made muffins, paninis and like, in the window,
1: which yeah. like I feel like m- more of the, like the Andrew Yang bodega has like the panini window. Yeah, but I feel like delis in general have better egg and bacon, egg and cheese products. That's oh, yeah. not saying a bodega can't have a better one, but I feel like there's too much of a, a variance.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, but it's, it's also just the the fact that. It, I mean, it's higher up my list, but the, the the convenience in that it's always open at any time. This is That's true. what makes it the access to it is better. You're right.
1: You're right. Hollywood access. Access Hollywood.
0: Bingo. Billy Bush.
1: Yeah. That was your number four. Yep. My number three is Bodega Coffee. Nice. I love the how the quality is like worse. I love that you get it in a cup, <laughs> like a. It's not styrofoam, but you know what I mean. Like a paper, paper. Yeah, I love the. It's just like a no-frills coffee.
0: Yeah.
1: And you're getting it. You're not getting it to be wowed. All coffee these days have a lot of frills. Kendall frills. frills. Miss Frizzle. Nice. And it's just nice to have a coffee that is cheap enough that you could pay and change. Sure. And that's gonna do the job. It's not gonna wow you, but you don't need it at seven o'clock at night right before comedy shows. Right. Which is when I often got bodega coffee.
0: It's a great one. I also love, I, I don't have some on my list, but I, I love bodega coffee, obviously. And my local bodega, they give you the coffee black and then there's like a little mini refrigerator oh, that yeah. has different that. milks that you can go into and milk yourself. I love milk on myself. A
1: station. If they have like a yeah. the little station with maybe like sugar packets and yeah, like a little red half and straws. Half. Oh yeah. Mix that in. Sometimes I'll just get a straw
0: you just go for the straw?
1: I don't, but I think about it.
0: Daryl Strawberry?
1: Yeah. If I did that, they might say, all right, that's the last straw. Yeah. You have to it. refill because we're now out of straws.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're done, though.
1: Yeah. So that's my number three. My number two is men acting more masculine inside the bodega than they do anywhere else. How so? I feel like bodegas are a pretty masculine environment. You don't think so? I feel like men in bodegas, like when you walk into a bodega, men act more masculine.
0: I've never noticed that. I mean, I, I've gone into bodegas with my drunk friends, and they're like acting like dickheads because they're drunk, and they're like yelling at the guy behind the counter, and they're yelling at you, acting like they don't care. Is that what you mean?
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've uh, noticed that. That people. That men are more masculine in bodegas.
1: Well, when you were talking about with like guys going in there and being like, let me get my cigarettes, let me get the lotto, I right. feel like there's a sort of, especially in New York City, and this is probably more so in Manhattan because people in Manhattan are wealthy, and you have people who it's like, I know you work at a like a startup where you get penne ala vodka for lunch, and it's like a, a more easy environment, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then they go into a bodega and they're like let me get a bacon egg and cheese like acting new york tough
0: i can see that a little bit i guess just like in queens we don't act it we are in new york tough you know yeah yeah they come in here and it's i at my local bodega there's literally like you know you rikers know Rikers guards you know in, rikers island guards
1: you know on you know the subway how everyone like instantly acts more depressed than they are
0: <laughs>
1: like when you're on the subway I guess so. And part of that is because it's always depressing. But part of that is like, I feel like everyone's, everyone puts on like their, I'm depressed.
0: <laughs> I can see that a little in bit. In the
1: bodega, people put on the, I'm, I'm in the bodega. So not everyone. Some people like, I, you're, you're right. It's not everybody, but I feel like it's enough people. I, I don't know. It's something I've noticed.
0: Interesting. I can't uh, say something that's hit me it's
1: a shame that I feel like I thought you would love this one
0: I I mean I'm usually very sensitive to masculinity being uh, like bravado like sometimes
1: it's too much honestly I think it's like oh 100% yeah
0: I just have never really encountered that
1: it's it's one of the reasons why I mean I I like bodegas but I don't like I don't have like a love affair with bodegas like I do other things and part of this is because I think maybe the ones I've been to there's also certain bodegas where it's like the guy, like if I'm like with with Kate for instance, there's the guy will have like a certain banter, but then Kate will be like, like I remember one bodega in particular when we first moved in, Kate was like the guy was always trying to flirt with me hmm. in the beginning, but then like once he realized we were together, he like changed his tone. Got it. And I feel like that type of I, I can thing, see that, yeah, 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 that type of thing is like very. Right. i mean i guess it depends on who is running the bodega and kind of the cult the, the culture of the bodega yeah but i feel like it's down the similarity, to the cat. it's what not kind of as a, yeah it. not as aggressive as barbershops but like on, yeah. a, on a similar level
0: okay i i haven't been to a manhattan bodega since the 80s so i'm not sure i
1: think it's just in general
0: it is a, it's, it's it is a very like it's not meant for you to, like... You're not hanging around. It's kind of a... I, 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 Unless you're the conductor. Right. Or the cat.
1: Or the cat. And my number one is a bodega at 5 a.m. The time when day turn, night turns into day and night turns into day. <laughs> I've only done this, like, two or three times. But... Depending on what you're doing and who you are, you could be getting your late night drunk egg and cheese or sandwich, or you could be getting your morning egg and cheese and sandwich. Right. And the difference between the attitude of the night and day people I find fascinating, and it's one of my favorite things about New York City, that you could actually witness this change happen, because wow. the night is still going on while the day starts, which is really the reason why New York is the best city, and right. the fact that that doesn't really exist now is really sad but the mentality of the night people is like we're stretching this we're keeping this going we're having a fun time yeah we're winding down but like we don't want to acknowledge tomorrow because we have responsibilities tomorrow and the morning people are like looking at those people and they're like you're an idiot yeah. i just i'm i'm get i'm getting after it and you night person i don't i don't want to be you i love it or i'm, too- I'm really jealous of you because i wish i could be you
0: right that's a great a, one
1: a beautiful transition
0: it's it's unbelievable and that and the one constant is the bodega itself the bodega exactly the bodega caters to both people
1: it conducts it, it caters to both people equally and like gladly equally
0: I love that that's a great one haven't haven't experienced that in a long time but I'm, I definitely have experienced it both ways getting up early going there or ending a late night there and it's two completely different experiences, but going in there and seeing both worlds, it's, it's great. It's, it's great the call.
1: best of both worlds.
0: Yeah. That's fantastic. That's strong. It's emotional. It's deep. My number three is, it's along the same lines. It's just the, the hours of the bodega. The fact that it, it's open for the most part, most bodegas are 24 hours. It's, I think that's in, in, unbelievable. It's insane. And it, it's, it's, Pretty much just what you said. You're allowed to go in there at any time. And you can go there at the end of the night, before the night, midday, mid-afternoon. You know how a clock works? Anytime when that clock's ticking, you can go into a bodega. It's my number three, the hours. That's all I got, <laughs> the hours. Okay, I think they have good hours. They have good yeah. hours? Yeah. Rush hour. Three. My number two is the overall liquid selection, specifically the seltzer and the iced tea selection, usually my go-to's. Though I haven't had seltzer in a long time because of that QAB I had a while ago about there being a little bit of sodium in seltzers. Haven't had seltzer since the 90s, but the different selection of iced teas, the green teas, ginseng, this all, overall, you can go in there and say you're in some kind of mood, you're like, you know what, I'm gonna get a, I'm going to treat myself to a Snapple today. Get, you know, get something that you don't usually get, but a little treat, get a nice liquid, get a good Bev. It's They have so many different refrigerators. It's always cold. In summertime, quench your thirst with a cold Bev. Bodegas are known for it. Number two, the, the liquids.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a, a very strong one. You should talk to Kate about the sugar in the club soda. Because she had said, I forgot exactly what she said, but I think, i think there's a way to get around it there's a light hack.
0: i'm sure there is it's just now it's in my head the taste i i taste salt in the in the in like these perrier bottles i gotta find a brand that i like i, I used to be a big schwep seltzer guy and i can't have it anymore
1: yeah i guess it's it just went wrong you're like the perrier of pigs invasion and now you're in a cuban missile crisis exactly
0: 100 percent.
1: yeah that's that's not... JFK not ideal liquid selection that bodegas is top notch where else you're going to get vitamin water and arizona iced tea exactly a lot of places but also not a lot of places because right. they don't yeah tall boys Gatorade, coconut milk coconut milk milk <laughs> you <Yoo-hoo. laughs> yeah like supermarkets have these things but like do they
0: not they're usually like not cold. They don't have they don't have the kind of variety the access.
1: Yeah, there's something special about bodega bevs. Bodega bev DeVoe.
0: Hundred percent. My number one is I'm I think specifically about a bodega that I went to when I lived in Manhattan on it was in Gramercy, but it, and they would cook their bacon late at night, but it's the it's when the bodega cooks their bacon. The smell, like I mean, typically, obviously, you're cooking in the morning. So it's, overall, the morning smell of bacon when they're, they're cooking for the day and they're preparing for the, the breakfast sandwiches. But there, there's a place on 24th Street they would cook it at night, and I would walk past it, and it would just take over the whole block, smell of fresh bacon. It just reminds me of like, like getting up early in the morning and like uh, get, smelling bacon and smelling breakfast and just getting your day going. It didn't even make me hungry. It just puts you in a mood. and I absolutely love it. It makes me think of the good old days, going to bodegas, grabbing an egg sando, grabbing a New York Post, throwing over my shoulder, and getting the day going.
1: Yeah, and saying to yourself, you know what? This is your day. Wake up and smell the bacon.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And make it crispy.
1: Extra crispy. And soft is good. <laughs> I'll take mine soft. One of my previous bodegas, I guess there was a high demand for bacon, and I've seen this, but never to this extent, that they would cook the bacon and just, like, have it on the grill. Oh, yeah, like, that's, like, what, I'm, that's like, what I'm talking like about. Like a bacon mountain.
0: That's what I think a lot, a lot of these yeah. co- places do. Yeah, they no, cook so it in, a, lot, a lot of places
1: do. This place, though, I've, I've never seen such a mountain. It <laughs> was, like, Mount Everest of bacon.
0: Yeah. Bulk City. Yeah. That, that's, that's the moment I'm talking about, when, they're, when they're, they're making it in preparation and they're making, like, so much so that like, the smell... I, I
1: always wonder. I'm like, isn't the one at the bottom going to get crispy? But I guess it's for you. That's all, it's all for me. Yeah.
0: All the, the grease is going into that one crispy piece.
1: Yeah. When this... when this uh, We got to eat some bacon together.
0: Imagine. Rip off a slab.
1: I'll take the top.
0: I'll take the crispy.
1: It's a good top nine.
0: Solid top nine. Bodegas, they'll, they'll never go away. They, they might change but just the classic Bodega. It's a staple of the city. It's it's the best.
1: We got our predictions or our top Razorback predictions. Phil Jackson predicting your top nine things about Bodegas. Phil Jackson. <laughs>
0: you you want me to say something?
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't know what to say, so I thought you were going to bail me out. <laughs>
0: You're, you're not too big to fail. I, I, I don't know what he wrote. I, I assume that he wrote a lengthy, amazing intro similar to the long lines of Philip Roth.
1: Yes. So Phil Jackson says, excited to toss my sweats on and trot around the corner for some local bodega predictions. <laughs> a place that can fulfill your wildest request while also simultaneously confusing your senses even a zen master feels the pressure of an ecosystem unlike any other in this great city wow most importantly shout out to astoria for holding down my dude jess with the most resilient thing that inhabits this fine city the bodega
0: shout out astoria
1: without any further ado here's what my main man jesse is loving about his local bodega let's hear it phil Picking up a hot coffee in the morning paper.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. I, I, I get my morning coffee there for the most part. I don't pick up the paper, I'll i read the headlines. <laughs> I love that Phil picks get the paper.
1: Building rapport with your guy.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't I have I had that along the same lines. I'm all about rapport. Colbert rapport.
1: Avoiding the bodega cat who's hunting for bodega rats.
0: I'm not avoiding no bodega cat. I'm making friends with that cat. It's my favorite cat.
1: The bodega cashier offering you his opinion on something you didn't ask about.
0: <laughs> That's good. That's really good.
1: Bodega bacon, egg, and cheese.
0: Bingo. Slammed it.
1: Getting a dollar water and a Dutch master.
0: Ooh, wow. Oh, absolutely dollar waters are they're rare deals these days
1: deal or no deal sideo that's the Volkswagen (laughs) observing bonus observing old labels and seemingly antiquated foods throughout the shop
0: (laughs) old labels (laughs) that's so true what is an antiquated food though what's an example of that I think it's a spoiled food got it I don't think that's a good use of antiquated is it
1: I think it's an antiquated use of antiquated (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's a great call though with the labels I didn't think about that but I, I definitely checked the labels at my bodega
1: and brazon
0: <laughs> <laughs> the way you just delivered that brazon I don't think Phil's going to be happy about it but I enjoyed that you kept it in great predictions Phil Kate comes in with some LPPs she goes the weird prices Sometimes it's terrible, oh, and a pint of ice yeah. cream is a million dollars. But at a yeah. bodega we used to go to in the East Village, liter bottles of water were a dollar, and it was awesome. Bingo! Spot on. I
1: didn't. I thought about having the random prices of things. It's, they would just infuriate me, though sometimes. But I knew they would get me. I would get rolls of paper towels when we were out, and they were three fifty. Yeah. And yep. it just felt like killing myself.
0: That's where they get you. Yeah. Classic NYC bodega bacon, egg, and cheese. Got it. But the, I don't think you... I had that. You didn't have that. That they're open 24-7?
1: Yeah, I didn't have it, but... the, the kind of had it. Basically had it.
0: The Bodega Cat? <laughs> when you move to a new neighborhood, finding the best bodega in your area?
1: That's a good one. I, I do think, like... it. I mean, this situation where we... I mean, we moved five minutes away from our old apartment but our old bodega is better than our new offerings so it's interesting in this case where it's like we didn't know what we had
0: right yeah it's tough i th- i would i would think that's a huge part of choosing where to live yeah i, I mean the- yeah
1: i pine for that i mean i could still go but i pine for the convenience of of the old bodega that i still yeah. go to and it's the place beyond the pines
0: <laughs> tory pines That's a a,
1: golf course.
0: Yeah, it is a golf course. Seeing the random medicine and other items they have behind the counter, like a package of one Advil and a V. Yeah,
1: I really, I should, I came really close to, I love the random items behind.
0: Very random. It's
1: cigarettes always, but you don't know what else there's going to be.
0: There's everything. Some bodegas now, they sell like uh, like glass bowls and bongs. Oh yeah, the
1: bong stuff, the jewels.
0: Yeah. And then lastly, treating yourself to something random you would never buy at the grocery store like a crazy sandwich or Ben and Jerry's.
1: Yeah. That, in theory, it's good, but I don't treat myself to anything.
0: <laughs> you say that, but you, you know how to treat yourself. You treated yourself going to Central Park. You got yourself Korean food. You got the Korean. You, there you are know, certain sport. things. So you got yourself a whole chi- bucket of chicken. Accidentally but that's your subconscious knowing that you want to treat yourself
1: if i'm like getting something that i might get so like bread for instance right i'm gonna get bread so i feel like i might as well get like a higher quality bread right but i don't like going out of my way and getting something that i wasn't planning on getting some getting if i'm getting something i'm not i'm okay with paying more for better quality that makes sense but i don't know i'm not say i'm not gonna throw something in i wasn't getting got it because that's how you that's that you're getting a side instead of getting a summer house, and you got to subscribe to Patreon if you want to know what we're talking about. 100%. Yep. We, I have an ad, actually. Let's do it. I mean, it's for the pod, but they sent it to me. So, today's Raised Bits is sponsored in part by Edgar Allen Home Depot. Dost thou home, needeth improvement, whilst thine suitor awaits... Doth protest and draw up your carriage yonder. Alas, thou besmircheth thy dwelling. For six pence and a bee in your bonnet, Edgar Allen Home Depot shalt wet thine home improvement appetite. Thou shan't find a better deal in any of the seven seas. Edgar Allen Home Depot. You can do it. We can help. (laughs) (coughs)
0: Love that. Love that. That was poetic, but also practical. Yes. Really good. Good
1: to to have Edgar Allen Home Depot on board.
0: Yeah, big fan.
1: We got QAB, but we got a question this week.
0: Who is this question from? <laughs> they, they want to be revealed?
1: Ben Affleck. Quack. Affleck. Yeah, so Ben Affleck. That's a good question. I like this question a lot. Ben Affleck asked, who's the better mascot, Ronald McDonald or the king?
0: Mm. Yeah, great question. I, I, have a, I think it's a pretty easy answer. I think really? the, I think it's it's way easy. I think the king is w- in a whole different stratosphere than the creep, the weirdo, the whack job, the cl- the literal clown <laughs> that is Ronald McDonald. Who first of all do you know any other Ronalds? Who's who? Who whose name is Ronald these days? <laughs> Ronald. I don't Weasley. like him. He, he, yeah, he's a creep. Also, <laughs> he's this guy is an absolute creep job. At my local mall, there was a McDonald's, and they would actually have like a guy playing Ronald McDonald as a clown walking around the McDonald's. And it was so weird. I hate clowns. Guys, spooky. What does that mean? What is a clown who's named Ronald? That because it rhymes with McDonald? What's uh, we don't do that on the podcast. We don't rhyme words because they sound good together. Guy's an absolute whack job. The king, the king is a cool guy. The king has a crown that's accessible. You can grab. You can. He's he's he's, he's the burger king, but he's also our king. He's he's not a tyrant. We're all kings in his in his land. You can get your own kind of crown. He's he's got a great like Fu Manchu beard. He's handsome. He's not he's not like putting you off. He's not weird. This guy Ronald McDonald, I wouldn't I wouldn't. Uh, Introduce him to my mom.
1: No, definitely not. I grimace at your choice here.
0: Don't tell me you're Ronald
1: guy. I'm just saying. Do you not respect people who found charities, gigantic charities for children who have cancer?
0: Oh, but it's got a whole house. I'm sure the Burger, the King has done plenty for charity as well. Doesn't
1: have the Ronald McDonald House. It's one of the biggest charities there is.
0: The King probably. I don't we're not talking about what have these characters done for charity we're talking about the the basis of like the, who they are what they do
1: i just re, i i have a lot of respect for ronald mcdonald's parents because at one point you know they had ronald and they said what do we name this child we'll the last name mcdonald ronald i think it's a, a perfect name it flows amazingly yeah sure his outfit is a little weird but why is he a clown the king is the king reminds me of like a low-budget horror movie, and the king is the murderer. That's exactly what Ronald McDonald is. No, it's too on the nose. It's too on the red nose. (laughs) The king is too charismatic to be a murderer. No, the king blurs you into the false sense of security. You go to sleep, you turn on the lights, and the king is in your face with that creepy mask and stabbing you.
0: (laughs) That's exactly what I see Ronald doing. Hey, where's Ronald?
1: Ronald knows that as a clown... There's certain stereotypes and certain uh, conclusions that people jump to on their jump-to-conclusion mat, and the real answer of this is Grimace or the Hamburglar, but those are better than either of these two options.
0: I'm pro hamburger, Hamburglar. I and, also and Ronald like has fr- Wendy's int- guy.
1: Ronald's introducing friends into the cast of characters. The king, it's all about him.
0: I just find Ronald to be super creepy. No, no, I'm, he doesn't even go by any nicknames. you got to call him Ronald. Like, hey can, we, can I, hey, can I call you Ronnie? If Ronnie your name McDonald's. was
1: Ronald McDonald, would you need a nickname?
0: Why is he a clown? Maybe Why does people, he be so creepy?
1: Maybe people made fun of him for being Ronald McDonald, and he said, I have to make people laugh.
0: I think it's pretty clear that McDonald's had to come up with other characters, like Grimace and the Hamburglar, and... That Ronald McDonald is not even the face of the franchise anymore. When's the last time you saw Ronald out and about in a commercial on the side of a McDonald's? They're they're so they they've pretty much they they have flipping burgers in the back. The King is out front. You see him everywhere. He's on every commercial. He's I think he's on the box of fries and chicken fries. The King is everywhere. Ronald is creepy. He's canceled. He probably got me too.
1: No. Ronald, actually, I saw Ronald buying a scratch off and he won. So he's just, he bought a private jet and brought the Razorbacks to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want to hate him anymore, even more. I know, you're jealous. Yeah, jellyfish. That's a good question though, Ben, ben Affleck.
0: Yeah, and no, I also I heard ben Affleck, ben Affleck just got a, he broke up from his new girlfriend. So sorry about that going down. Yeah. Ana de Armas. I
1: don't think they're the same person.
0: Oh, same name.
1: Same name. Got it. My yeah. bad. Yeah. And if thanks, thanks Ben Affleck for the question. And if you do want to send a question, we got our Instagram at brazebits. We have our email, at at gmail.com. You can call us on the phone line.
0: The, bu- the lines are bit, are buzzing.
1: They're buzz Aldrin. And that's it.
0: Let's get into some QABs. Let's do Is it. Is that a QAB?
1: Is it a QAB or is it not? Let's take a gander at this one. I'll start.
0: Sure, Landry walk- G- Langston Galloway. Not sure what's happening. Lost a lot of steam. The bodega just—it really drained me.
1: You were—you were—you're like a kid who had too many Reeses. Not I sorry. Had, I had. <laughs> do you want to talk about bodegas and then get tired?
0: <laughs> yeah. Reese's. I, I'm all bodega'd out. Let's hear it. me.
1: So I was walking home from Central Park and I decided, because we ended up on uh, the west on Columbus Circle, I decided just to walk down on the west side and stop before I went home to go to fight shows, which I talked about. Great sandwich and they have great, it's like a pork store. So they have like a bunch of like really good pork products. Salumi. And, and I decided that I would get some hot sausage to make that night and ribs. Are you, what do you mean you don't treat yourself? This, you know how to treat your body. This is what I'm saying. This is what my dinner is going to be, so this is what I was going to get. I'm not getting hot sauces, and you know what? Let me get a bunch of ring dings.
0: <laughs> no one's stopping you.
1: Myself is stopping me. So, so But this, you treat
0: yourself, but you're measured about it.
1: I'm not, I'm not treating myself to sur- superfluous things. Superfluous expialidocious. Okay. And I also got ribs for the next night.
0: Baby back ribs.
1: Yeah. This was when I was by myself, so I figured I'd load up on these these uh, pork-based items nice. for my kosher Catholic wife. Right. But My wife. Uh, so I, I go in. And it's like kind of like a, it's a bit of a thing. There's only six people out in the store and there's always a, a little bit of a line because of COVID. And so it's like a five person line. It's not crazy, but it's a line. And I get on the line, it's kind of hectic. The street's a little narrow and it's not people, are, you know. It's not the ideal situation. But then the these two people got behind me. It's this guy and a girl and the guy it's like I would say like an early in the game date, or maybe they just established themselves like a new couple. Got it. Type situation. And the guy is no mask. And like, just like being annoying, like talking loudly. They're, they're way closer than six feet, like two feet away. Just like acting like this guy owns the sidewalk, not a care in the world or, you know, you get to get that bad energy. Mm hmm. The stuff he's saying, he's just, like, trying to impress this girl. Talking, like, how he knows stuff. He's, like, talking about all the food in there. And that how you cook this and how you do that. And just, like, there's a restaurant that's also next door. And it's, like, a little tight. And he's, like, kind of, like, blocking, like, the guy from, like, getting in and out. And just stressing me out. So, I... It gets to me to, like, go in. And I walk in. And... They follow me in, but there's only supposed to be six people in the store. There's like a sign in front, only six people out. Actually,
0: one in, one one out. Yeah. One out, one in.
1: Yeah, and clearly he's not, you know, paying attention. So I go go. in, and there's no, like, person at the door. Fight shows doesn't want to dedicate one person. Yeah. So I feel like, okay, I, I don't like to do this, but I feel like, okay, I'm supposed to be the person. Oh, wow. So, like, I walk in. He's walking behind me. I turn around, and I'm like, there's only six people in the store. And he looks at me and he's like, "I know how to read, bro."
0: Oh my god!
1: And oh my god! Clearly, if he does know how to read, he didn't do a good job.
0: <laughs> so he says so that and then keeps he coming. He says
1: that. I just like look away and just like walk up, and I think he like stepped out. But he's he's making it off like he was trying. He was just looking in the store.
0: You called him out. I he, called him out. And Good he responded with a thing. Would, he, he would never that kind of guy. Would never be like, "Oh my bad."
1: He was so quick with his response that I it, it was it was baffling. I mean, you don't know how to read because you ignored the sign, or if you do know, how and to he read,
0: he clearly thought he was trying to get away with something. Exactly, he was like almost exactly. on edge, waiting for someone to call him out, and you did
1: exactly. So I called him out. He like popped back out, but I think it was like just for a second because. I'm like ordering my stuff and all of a sudden he's in there and there's like, there's like nine people in there. And right. I'm at this point I'm done. I'm not getting involved. I'm not. Cause if I got involved at that point, it would turn into a fight and I I know it's not worth it. But one of the guys behind the counter is saying something. He's like, there's too many people in here. We, he said actually literally when the guy said behind the counter, he's like, I guess we got to make the sign bigger so people could read bro. And That's amazing. there was, he was just causing havoc. Like, he was, like, literally right behind someone else. No like, mask? No, He so he had a mask. He put on... He was putting on... Also, he was putting on the mask while he was walking in. So oh. he was, like, kind of inside putting on the mask. I
0: hate this guy.
1: Yeah. Um. And, like, someone basically was, like, looking at meat, but then this guy, like, literally just, like, kind of forced his way literally on top of him. So the guy looking at the meat had to, like... He just, like, walked away, not wanting to make a scene. And... By the end Ugh. of the thing, he the girl dumped dumped him. Actually, no. But I'm like, oh, I I'm like, what is this guy? I was like, is this is this what works?
0: Unfortunately, those kind of assholes, girls love those kind of assholes, which I, I still don't understand. I hate those kind of guys. It's their world. We're just living in it. Yeah. They almost I get, that guy was waiting for someone to call him out. He and like I yeah, had a quick exactly. About he it. was like
1: yeah, it's like. It's like when people will walk into um, places without a mask and they're just waiting for right. someone to be like wear a mask, and then they're like, "This is my moment to shine. I get to let everyone know how much of an asshole I am."
0: I hate those guys. Yeah, rouse me up. Looking, r- looking for a fight. Absolutely. Ugh. And that's not and that guy's not even like at a bar or uh, as far as I know, and you know, I'm not sure if he was he was drunk. That's his natural state. Imagine that guy if he had a couple liquid beverages in him
1: yeah I mean it was late afternoon. there's a possibility they could have had some some beverages mm-hmm. but he didn't seem it did seem more like a natural state than like a, a drunk situation. That's crazy.
0: yeah. Yikes. My QAB I went for a walk in Astoria um, and there's a like a local basketball court that I walk by. I haven't played pickup basketball in a long time since the 70s. I walked past there. There was actually a full court pick-up basketball game going on with a bunch of young kids. Um, I sometimes if I see if the game's competitive, I'll watch for a little bit, see who the scout some young talent. And it was a good game. I, was, I watched for about two minutes. And the best player I noticed, this kid who had a good handle, good shot, he's wearing AirPods. He's playing basketball while wearing AirPods. It just it irked me in such a way – Like, he's, for basketball, he's lucky enough to be playing with a team sport with people in a social environment. Guy's got AirPods in. And you could tell it's like a part of his, like, swagger. It's part of, like, almost his outfit is wearing these AirPods. Who knows if he even had any music playing. But it it stressed me out first for the AirPods flying out of his ear. I was worried about that. And then just the, I mean, basketball, you got to communicate. You got you to gotta call out picks, call out box outs. You got to be talking. If you're listening to music, you can't communicate. What are you doing? I just absolutely hated it. It reminded me of like seeing people walking together with AirPods in. I hate that. But this playing basketball with AirPods in, just what are you doing?
1: I reference, i like to reference my, I believe my very first QAB in the episode, episode one. Taverna and Charlie. I believe the QAB was AirPods. We live in a society of AirPods. This is the natural trajectory. To me, there's nothing QAB about it, except the idea that AirPods are are socially acceptable. Of course,
0: this is what's going to happen. They're not socially acceptable to be. I don't think it's socially acceptable to be wearing them, playing a sport a team sport well it's not but
1: that's what you get with airpods it's eventually you're gonna get stuff like that because they're acceptable in society and that's what happens
0: yeah but this wasn't happening this is just absolutely insane it's 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 not right airpods
1: the so i mean it really starts with like a walkman the walkman was the first technology where you didn't have to absorb the world around you fully you could say, well, I'm out in the world, but I'm really in my own world, so I don't have to be together with society in this. We don't, there's, I mean, it's sever this communal connectivity that we all have when we're in a public space. It's I've got never worse with someone iPod. wearing over the head headphones phones.
0: playing basketball.
1: AirPods, Pedically- AirPods just up that and apply it to so many more situations. Kate actually got rid of her AirPods because she lost one and it didn't come back to her.
0: It'll come back. Once she once she lets go of it, it'll come there back.
1: There were she there were often times when we were in the apartment and she had the AirPods on and I didn't know if I should talk to her or not, because you just have them on. Right. And this is the world that we've decided to live in if we embrace and accept AirPods. We don't know whether <laughs> people are engaged or disengaged. And of well, course people are getting it's it becomes attached to a part of a person, as you said. It's this guy's like essence, and that's what's going to happen when you when you let these things in your in your body.
0: But I I, I have the when AirPods. You dip it I, in.
1: You have restraint, but not everyone can't, has can't, as much. Kate's restraint. wearing the
0: AirPods in your apartment because she doesn't want to be rude and listen to. She wants to I don't know just listen to music, listen to a podcast, an audio book, and doesn't want to disturb you. That's, yeah, I mean, but that's, enough, a, that's a fair but, way but to use
1: them. people, there's plenty of instances and she, and like anyone who wears AirPods, there's instances where you just have the mind when you're not listening to anything.
0: Yeah, that's crazy to me. I don't like that.
1: And a headphone, as much as it does kind of cut you off from society in a way, when you have your wire headphones in, it's a signal, I'm listening to something. AirPods <laughs> circumvent that and kind of cut that balance off of whether you're in or out and you're just always in this state of of, of uncertainty
0: Yeah, i guess just because airpods don't like stick in my ears that well i'm always afraid of them falling out that just seeing him playing basketball it stressed me out and, and on top of everything else it was just qab
1: there was this one guy and when i used to play in Tompkins square park and he was like the best player he's like one of the best players that i feel like i would play with on a consistent basis like very good he would never wear a shirt and jeans. He'd wear jeans, yeah. which is kind of crazy. That's
0: insane. But he, when you're that good, it and, doesn't and,
1: matter. He got he got he got away with it. But the crazier thing, the crazier thing is in between. You know, everyone would be exhausted, taking one dollar liters of water. This yeah. guy would smoke cigarettes.
0: Oh my god, I love this guy. It was <laughs> <a savage.
1: laughs> it was unreal.
0: What a savage. Yeah, just doing everything and anything possible to make it uh make He's it harder on himself. Classy, bougie, and ratchet. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastico.
1: So we got a closer. Should we bring in the new closer?
0: Bring in the new closing theme song. I'm I'm so excited about it. Lance is a music producer now. We're a musical podcast. This is a jam. Throw in your AirPods. Throw in something. You're probably listening. If you made it this far, you're gonna love it. It's a great beat. A one. A two. A two. A one. A one two, two, three. Two, three.
1: All right, you got anything (laughs) to plug? (laughs) Do I have anything to plug? Just the podcast. I think we're pretty good
0: uh, at it. We're good pods. We're good podcasters. Follow the pod. Subscribe to our Patreon. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, leave a a review. review. Leave a review.
1: Let us know what you like, what you don't like.
0: Send us a question.
1: Send us a question.
0: Thanks for being the Brazerbacks. Appreciate everybody listening. Peace. (gasps)